Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Heartbeat, recorded weekly at the Spigot Cafe in Hartford's historic West End. Thank you as always to our host for letting us record here. I'm D-Rock. And I'm Cam. And today we're sitting down with hometown actor and filmmaker Christian Alvarado. Christian has been on all sides of the industry, from acting and commercials to working on other people's crews to writing and directing his own projects as a co-owner of Abstract Framework Production Company. We chat with him about some of his experiences coming up within the film and TV industry and pick his brain about advice for folks looking to break into it. Without further ado, enjoy our interview with Christian. How's it going, Christian? It's going pretty well. It's been busy. It's raining right now, so (laughs) um, we're trying to keep the rush and keep busy lately. Yeah, yeah, I see your IG, man. You're busy all the time. You're doing working out, and the, uh, you're doing the uh, the classing, and you're doing the uh, you're doing the doing. Yeah, I mean, I think after quarantine, I had a spark of I don't want to be home. <laughs> I don't want to be home. I don't want to not do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been filling my schedule with everything that I can think of. Nice. You know, focusing on my health, working mm-hmm. out, um, taking acting classes, commercial acting, film classes and creatively as a director and a producer writing content and just working on pre-production and now we're we're filming some stuff and uh it's just been a constant thing and i got so used to it that the other day i had to stop myself because it's like oh i have some free time what can i fill that with and sometimes you don't want to do that um but yeah my my push right now is i have to make up for last year right and um and i'm using that as my my energy to keep moving forward yeah so well thank you for joining us today christian yeah no really a pleasure to have you um i'm just meeting you for the first time and I'm sure for a lot of our listeners, it's their first time hearing you as well. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit of your origin story, your Peter Parker uh, got bit by a radioactive spider story. Sure. Uh, so my name is Christian Alvarado. I'm an, an director, an actor, producer. I put my hands in a lot of things and um, I try to help as many people on the way as well. Um, but I really started uh, as a as a video person back in high school. I used to film a lot of my field trips and and edit and fi- you know how can I make this cool museum visit a fun thing to look at later on. Um, and that's kind of where it started. And, I, and and with a combination of the acting as well, I knew someone that was a family friend that was an extra, and I saw him on screen and I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, so. Almost about the same time where I was learning how to be a director in film and use a camera, I wanted to learn the other side as well. Hmm. So I tried to take those steps at the same time. So I kind of started as a background actor, which uh, for people that don't know, you know, you have your lead characters in the front mm-hmm. and whoever's in the back in the bar or right. in a restaurant that <laughs> you don't know who they are. You might not even see them. Their face might be blurred. Mm-hmm. You know, those are actors as well. So it's kind of like a way to get into the industry, Mm -hmm. understand terminology and all that stuff. So that's where I started. Okay. Um, And yeah, and then from video stuff, it was very small, local music videos. There's a lot of musicians people want to break out. And um, that's how you start. It's it's, it's finding those people that are starting out at the beginning, may not have enough money, and you just want to create together. I'm a a witness to that because he helped me out a couple of times (laughs) with a couple of things. Yeah, and and, and it's and it's those things. It's you have to be open to doing a lot. Right. Um, 
you don't want to pigeonhole to to something specific. And early on, my goal was I don't want to get stuck because where I'm from, we're from Hartford. Um, I don't want to get stuck in hip hop videos, you know, like yes. And that there's a lot of that, mm -hmm. which is fine. You can you can if that's the lane that you want to be in, you can do that. Um, but if you want to make it a career, I can't send a hip hop video to a corporate person mm -hmm. right. for a commercial right. or I can't send that to a documentary person that might want me to film some behind the scenes stuff. Right. So you you have to build that in your in your resume. Right? right. So what I did at that time was I was connected to musicians. So I said, OK, well, other than a music video, why don't I film you in the studio? You know, mm -hmm. let's do some narrative things. Let's 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 capture you writing a song. Let's capture you in the booth with your producer recording the music. Um, you know, what else is what, what are you struggling with? Is it your work trying to get collaborations? Let's talk about that. Right. Like, who do I want to collaborate with? How do I you know? So it's building a story other than just shooting a music video and then that's it. Mm -hmm. right. You know, because that can get very repetitive. It's just some people performing to a camera and then that's it. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it, I, I kind of, my life kind of hops back and forth because I want to be in, in both places. Mm -hmm. um, but I use a lot of what I know from the video side to push my acting side as well. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's kind of just like all over the place. But yeah, the, the, the background is just the music video work. And that's kind of how I met you as well, uh, Cameron, um, and doing like the short films, documentary stuff yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah, It's really good. I, I remember you did something to shout out to Kelly Rowland, the, uh, the poem that you did yeah really good um and it's still being seen today yeah we still we still flip it out every once yeah. in a blue moon yeah so take me through the creative process right mm. of you actually filming a depending upon what it is mm -hmm. um let's give a good example What's the most recent thing that you've done? The most recent project? So something I'm working on right now. Okay. Um, the creative process was way longer because we had way more time. Right. COVID, we couldn't really shoot things and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so this particular project is music-based. Okay. But what we're coming at it with is we want to do more than a music video. Mm -hmm. And that's anyone who knows me knows that that's what I want. Right. I want to do more than just the basic mm -hmm. project. Um, so for this artist, we're building an entire universe of characters. We're shooting fake commercials. We're filming um, these characters that we want to continue on, you know, on these next couple, you know, projects and videos, because there's stories along with these people. Right. Um, so that really all stems from this person in particular. I have a little bit more hands on because we're on like the creative team. Mm -hmm. um, so what songs are we putting out first? Um, is the album done? Is it going to be mixed? How are we going to promote it? How are, you know, how are we releasing things in a specific time frame? Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of, we need the media that we're going to be using mm -hmm. to then stem the rest of it out. Right. You know, so we have, let's say, the first single. Um, what are we releasing before that? And what are we releasing during it and after? So it's so, like a holistic approach of... It's a business plan. Right. Um, but how do, how do we get your audience to want to watch again and watch more and build around just one large because there's always going to be one large produced high budgeted project mm -hmm. but how do you fill the space around it um so a lot of that has to do with bouncing off ideas writing writing out content okay these are the characters that we want in this project um you know they're going to be doing this oh what do you think about that you know how much money can we do this with um 
and and then you know so that's normally your pre-production space which is writing the ideas honing in on what those stories are and then you might want to cast characters if you have money for it Mm -hmm. Um, if not friends and family Mm -hmm. Uh, but cast your characters start talking to them about the concept and then um, if you're shooting yourself even better Uh, us personally right now we have uh, a DP who is actually going to be shooting it so myself and my uh, business partner Nelson will be directing um, and then we have someone else that's doing the camera work. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you, you build your cast, your crew, mm-hmm. and then you figure out the schedule. Just yesterday we were location scouting, which means we're driving by the places we believe that we want to film in, mm-hmm. and it just means walk through. Mm-hmm. Think about your ideas. What mm-hmm. What is it that we can shoot here? What can we adjust? And um, and that's all the buildup to film day. Wow. So it's you know for the project it depends on what it is to how much time you're going to spend right um but you spend most of your time in that pre-production space and then you shoot and then that's you know one day two days three days depending on the budget and your time and then it's time to edit and then it's the whole release Mm. schedule and you follow through the business plan that you set up already for that wow yeah it's a lot it's a lot yeah and and i don't want people to be afraid that i'm saying all this and it doesn't mean for you to not do that right um because i wasn't always here Mm. you get Mm. what i'm saying Mm. i was doing things like i said i started with the field trips and and things that i was doing at school so it was a one little camera and it was me capturing what i was doing and almost like a vlogish kind of situation right so so this is work yeah yeah, this This is is it's it's time consuming but to start it's just press record yeah you get what i'm saying um you don't start here it's very difficult to start in the middle you know or or in the part where you know i can say i know how much money this is going to cost i know who i need to get to because this this person is the most talented in that area i need to get him on my team you're only going to know that by experience in doing those projects that I was saying. You know, the, the music videos locally, the, the documentary, just doing it stuff for free. Yeah. You know, going to a local business. Hey, do you guys need a commercial? I'm just learning. How do I get to do this for you? We can work on this together. Right. You know, you might not get paid for it, um, but you do have it for your real and your experience. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really cool. So besides your business partner, Nelson, yeah. who are some of the folks in the industry that you've worked with, that you've really enjoyed working with, that maybe have been mentors to you? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of um, filmmakers that I, that I really reach out to. Um, there's a lot of, like, for example, one of the biggest things that I always promote when, I, when someone asks me, like, how do I learn more? How do I network? There's a, the... The competition, it's a film competition called the 48-Hour Film Project Hmm. in New Haven. Happens every year. You have 48 hours to write a concept, shoot it, edit, and return. Wow. It's a short film. It seems like it's very intense. Yeah. Um, Some teams are small, you know, five or less people. Some teams are 25 people. Hmm. Um, The reason for that, some people have a little bit more experience. Some people have a little bit more skill. Um, But that's one of the easiest ways to kind of step your foot in the door hmm. and and say hey i kind of feel like i want to be uh, a lighting person or i kind of want to be an actor in this but i don't have a lot of experience how do i get that right those pro- those uh film competitions and festivals are the best way to do it because it's a crash course mm-hmm. you just yeah. created a film in two days mm-hmm. um you might not sleep it that much but <laughs> you, uh, you will go through the whole process mm-hmm. because friday is 
we get the genre, we get the character name and the line that we need to use in the prop. You have to create that that Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on how people do it, sometimes they, they can write it and then they, they're shooting, you know, Friday. Yeah. But um, I've worked on different teams and, you know, sometimes you have a group of writers and sometimes it's the whole crew that's writing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have two actors. Sometimes you have five. So it really depends on what's available. What, you, what do you have? Mm-hmm. And... Um, it is one of the best experiences that I've gone on because now then since I've been doing it for a while now I can network with new people and then I can say oh that that actor will work on something that I want to hire somebody for yeah or I can see that these camera people or these light people that I can work with for something else Hmm. Um, so I'm in a different position at the moment but I always love seeing every single year is there's like oh this is my first time I haven't you know done this and the end result is there's a an award ceremony, and you get to see your film on a, on a big screen, you know, in, really a, cool. in a theater. So it's it's again, it's it's taking the the film industry and kind of crunching it into a quick rush through it. Yeah. But you get to feel every part. Hmm. So you alluded to something in regards to you have to catch up because last year was like a a missing year. Yeah. How did that impact all of this? Like the twenty four hour. I mean, how so, bad was it? So in, in the film industry stopped, mm-hmm. you know, production stopped. Um, and it was funny because, you know, we even what we were doing, uh, we had a YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. We still do, but we it's kind of in hiatus at the moment. Uh, before that, you know, we were we had press access so we can go to screeners. We can watch these films. We can review them. We can watch these shows, review them, do all those things. And, um, you know, quarantine started theaters were shut down everything that we needed content for was stopped yeah um and as well as the people that were working in the field they could not shoot they could not produce they could not do anything Mm -hmm. um so we got to a point where everything that was started before quarantine was either on hold or canceled okay Mm. um which hurt a lot of people yeah you know if they work full-time in the industry what do you do you know um not a good thing but the the positive of that now is everyone that I know is extremely busy now. Good. They're, well, good. they're, they're yeah. making up for all the time that they needed. Commercials are being produced more frequently because mm-hmm. all these companies that had however much money they were going to use last year and things that they couldn't film, they're doing it now. Um, which leads me to Connecticut being the new place for film. Um, really? Yeah. So I'll go into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell uh, more. So, talk more about that. So some people don't know because uh, uh, you know the, the industry is very secretive. Um, you know, you will see articles on the current and things like that. They might talk about it on the news, um, but they obviously don't want random people to crowd sets, right? Right. Um, but just to explain some things that's happened at least since this year, um, we've had Hallmark, Disney, Netflix in Connecticut. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, Elizabeth Banks were filming in Harvard. Um, We have a film that's starting November 1st, um, which is about the boxing legend Willie Pep. It's filming in Harvard, and it's produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah. um, That's starting the 1st of November. And so those things... That's in two days. Those (laughs) things are happening right now. Um, You know, Denise Richards and Patrick Muldoon wrapped... uh, a family film uh, called the uh, Junkyard Dogs that was in Cromwell, and there's other companies and things that are picking up 
where they left off. Huh. Um, and a lot of people are coming here because we have a variety of looks. Yeah. You know, you can do West Hartford for the for the Christmas Hallmark, or you can right. you know you can do those looks. Um, but you also have those brownstones in downtown that can be Harlem. It could be New York. Mm -hmm. So, and 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 what we have here is it's cheaper for those productions at certain times to shoot here depending on the tax credits right, depending on sense. locations because these producers are so backed up with things everyone is trying to shoot in new york and they're trying to shoot in boston and we're in the middle yeah you know and so luckily there are people that are here and they're coming here and now it's they've stepped in mm -hmm. and we want them to come back so and and it's it's continuous um there's like a disney plus show that's happening right now um i think in in like Bristol, there's a couple different things happening. There, there's a lot. There's a <laughs> oh, lot going on. Um, that's good news. So they're 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 out here. Um, you have to know where to look. Um, and I do have some some companies here. Um, HBG Casting is one. Uh, Synthetic Cinema International is a is a film studio that is based in Rocky Hill. There's studios here. So uh, it's it's there's a lot happening. People are locking in and they're staying in the area um boston casting is in boston obviously cp casting is also in massachusetts slate casting is massachusetts there's a couple different casting companies that i personally work with for mm -hmm. on the acting side mm -hmm. um that are constantly looking for people huh. um, yeah there's they they've been recently posting the it's not in connecticut but they're doing a whitney houston biopic right now and they're looking for um minorities black folks that can fit in her story Right. Um, and I've personally been sharing it and trying to get people to sign up for it. Um, Very cool. So yeah, there's there's a lot of activity in Connecticut and around Connecticut. Because um, that's gonna yeah. the piggyback question was gonna be how did you even get into acting acting in the first place? Cause I yeah, you as a director producer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it again. Like that, it it kind of blends in. Yeah, it kind of blends in a lot of the times. That's why I do those. That's why I do them both mm. because they they help each other. Right. You know, I'm 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 in an acting class right now that I just wrapped, an, uh, thirty minutes ago. That there's other actors in there, and as a producer and director, I'm looking for actors, mm -hmm. and I'm looking for there was a guy there that he was like, oh, I would love my house to be in something. I was like, oh, I'm actually looking for a house, mm -hmm. you know. So those connections you never know. Like I don't right. I wasn't going there for that, but now I'm in a class of people that want to create, want to work. Right. So um so yeah, I mean to start, I would say. The 48-hour film project New Haven is a great start. Mm -hmm. um, background work, which some people don't like, people don't think it's cool, but again, it puts you in the room. You yeah. get to know these directors, you get to know the terminology, mm -hmm. and I always use every job as a way to network. Right. Mm -hmm. You ask other actors, oh, how did you find out about this? You know, what's your resume look like? You know, who's your photographer to do headshots? It's 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 work, but it's education. Yeah. Right. So it's always constantly. You're always learning. So did you? start out just in film acting like and tv um, acting like background work or did you ever were you a stage actor before that at all or no i mean i've done you know you grow up and and you do like plays and stuff in school right. but nothing nothing serious okay. um i took some classes early on for commercial acting mm -hmm. um and then kind of wanted to be a teenager uh, yeah. and so i stopped <laughs> doing that um but then back in high school you know i had my own car i had things that i wanted to do and i've always lived in the 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 lifestyle of like I can't just go to work. I can't just work in an office, which is what I do now. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to do other things. Right. I have to be creative. I have to try to have fun. 
in work, you know. Right. So I, I've always wanted to do something else. So yeah, so like one of the the big Hollywood films that I first was a background actor was Step Up Three. I think that was like two thousand nine or something, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That I was literally just there in the final dance battle in the movie, fourteen hour days. Uh, pretending that I was having a great time, <laughs> you know, and that's it. You're just watching people do a dance rehearsal and they're, they're performing and you're watching this movie or whatever. And you're in the audience and you're just hands up and cheering and clapping and doing all these things. And that was it. So what other movies have you been in? Yeah. Where um, can we see you? So you can actually see me in more commercials than anything. Uh, recently, something that was promoted heavily, I think, is being promoted through the rest of the year, uh, is Liberty Bank. And mm. I've been getting messages about that like, I've seen every you. couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a, a pizza shop and I walked in and it was on the TV. Um, <laughs> and uh, nobody believed me. But I was That's like, oh, that, cool. that was me right there. That's me. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, sure it is, it's, man. It's just, sure it is. It's just it, that commercial was just as simple as me carrying a moving box and then yeah. I'm just walking by. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then I've done like a Connecticut commercial where it looks like I'm a customer looking for health insurance. Um, I've done Peace Corps commercial. I've done print for Aetna and CVS where I'm just holding a phone and I'm just showing my watch and that's where they're going to show the app. Um, I've been in an episode of Disappeared on Investigation Discovery as a missing person from Hartford. Um, so yeah, that whole episode was about this person that was missing and, and, and we filmed for a few days of his story. You know, being in, being with a family, um, there were scenes where an actor played his mother, and it's just this whole reenactment thing. Huh. And that happened here, and that was on the Discovery Channel. So it's like those things are happening, and um, and then in terms of video production, you know, we were really focusing on that, and uh, we got connected to this K-pop artist called Eric Nam a couple years ago, and. Again, it's 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 reaching out, networking with people, and what we did was we were saying, hey, we love your music. You know, we're creators from the area. If you're ever in New York, if you're in, in um, Boston, um, reach out. We'd love to work with you. No cost. We just kind of want to build our resume. They did end up reaching out at some point and um, still paid us anyway because they just thought it was nice that they you know that we wanted to offer. Um, that led to. A few weeks later, me getting a call from his manager saying, hey, can you be in Miami in two days to work with Eric and Timbaland? So, Man. Yeah. Damn. So, and, it, and it all starts with those us just being creatives ourselves and wanting to grow and wanting to build and network. Hey, you know, so, sometimes you don't get paid. But we did either way. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that worked out that one day that we shot with him in, in, uh, in the city. Mm -hmm. And then, hey, those guys are cool. Let's yeah. see if they want to do this. And that was me being in Miami for three days working with one of the biggest producers in the world. That's and awesome. just being in the room. Like, I, I always think about that. I was like, some kid from Hartford is in the room with Timbaland mm -hmm. for, you know, unlimited access of filming this whole recording of the, of the session. Mm -hmm. And um, that and it can start. That's how it starts. It huh. starts with doing those local commercials, those local hip hop videos and those documentary things. And, you know, the combination of everything that I've said has gotten me to that. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. So beyond what uh, that big project you were telling us about earlier that you're working on right now, what do you have coming up that you're excited about? Um, I'm really excited about education. So I'm focusing on these classes. I just spent 
uh, I think it was five weeks, I did a Zoom intermediate auditioning for film and television class. Um, and I'm in the middle of another commercial acting course that's running for 11 weeks. Um, three hours a week, just kind of getting it in there, getting comfortable, getting yeah. the, the vocalization, the way that you hold a prop, the way that you present yourself to the camera. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then I'm just auditioning as much as I can and just getting my memorization game up because <laughs> I had my last class was, I had to memorize two scripts a week and it was, it's a lot of repetitiveness and just yeah. getting, you know, um, so yeah, whistle, I can't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a lot of it is, I, 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 I feel like I've spent a long time get, getting my experience, but I'm, there's always a way to learn. There's always time to learn from, you know, get more things to educate yourself. So that's what I'm excited about is getting through these classes and kind of using that experience to, to audition. Nice. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, Christian, thank you so much for joining us today. We've got uh, three questions that we close out every interview with. Okay. Uh, so if you'll humor us. Uh, the first one is, what is your favorite thing about the greater Hartford area? I think that there's a lot of culture and there's a lot of energy for things. And I think that my background, people want to do things, but they're afraid to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some beautiful people out here that are talented. Um, so in my experience, once you kind of open that door, mm-hmm. they're ready to go. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that's what it is. I think we have so many different cultures and, and education levels. And I think that there's so much that we can offer. Mm-hmm. And I think that these studios are, are aware of that now. Nice. Yeah. The second one, hidden gems within Hartford. Hidden gems. I mean, it's not really hidden gems, but I'm like obsessed with bears. All right. <laughs> uh, You're the first person to bring it up. So, uh, Bears, the restaurant. Yes. I mean, Bears, the animal as well. But um, I live in New Britain, and we're always getting the, the Ring app notifications that there, there's a bear in the area. Yeah. But that little space, um, and then just like Riverfront Recapture um, mm-hmm. near yeah. the Science Center, that whole area, I think it's so beautiful. We were actually there last night. To scout, it was like 9 p.m. or something. Oh, nice! And there were some people out there too, Um, but that whole area is just beautiful. I think they spent a lot of money on that, and I think that it's just we have to connect ourselves with nature and our environment. And I think there's some beauties out there um, that we have. Um, So yeah, so that area of like Bears Riverfront recapture and just you know the river and everything that you know, it's really the first thing that we see when we kind of get into the city. And I think people need to go out there more yeah definitely and not to end on a pessimistic note but uh what's one thing that you would change about greater hartford if you could i'm gonna shut up hmm what did you say i'm gonna be quiet with this (laughs) um that's a great question what what have other people answered uh (laughs) yeah you go ahead I mean, uh, one of our more popular answers is uh, the the damn potholes. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's. <laughs> I thought that was just unspoken. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unspoken. We'll yeah, speak it into existence that these that's potholes need to be fixed. Yeah, the potholes. <laughs> um, I think, I think, people need to believe in our community. Yes, um, that's a very popular one. Yeah, I, 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 like I had said in, in the other question, it's like there's so many talented people. People are afraid mm-hmm. to do things and do something new. They don't think it's cool or they don't think that it's they're welcome mm-hmm. um, not to get into it too much. But another thing that I do is I bring people outdoors mm-hmm. and I go on hikes and I bring them around the area. And 
you know, I grew up in Hartford, so it, I didn't think that that was cool. You yeah. know, uh, I didn't see my people out there um, personally. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to offer. Yeah. And I think, you know, saying hidden gems and things like that, there's a lot that we can do that's 15 minutes away, 10 minutes away. Um, so I think we, people need to believe in the residents and the community. Yeah. Couldn't say it better myself. All right. All right. So real quick before we uh, let's promo yourself, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, uh, Calvarado Abstract is C-A-L-V-A-R-A-D-O Abstract. And um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I try to do TikToks every now and then, but, <laughs> but that's, Instagram is basically where most of my, my stuff is. Um, and then our business uh, Instagram as well is Abstract Framework. And um, on YouTube as well, Abstract Framework, we, we've reviewed films, uh, shows, and things like that. Um, we're, we're spending a lot of time doing our own thing at the moment, but there's a lot of content out there. Um, so, yeah, just want to thank you guys for having me here. Amen. Thank you. Enjoy having you. Yeah. Thank you. Christian and, Alvarado, folks. And cut. God, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Well, that was a fascinating interview. What's happening this week, man? This Thursday at 7.30 p.m., the Connecticut Forum presents Creative Minds, featuring Parks and Recreation's Nick Offerman, Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Tracy K. Smith, and Wilco frontman Jeff Tweedy. Tickets start at $35. Visit ctforum.org for tickets and more information. Winterfest Hartford is back in Bushnell Park for its 11th year of free ice skating, free skate rentals, free classes, and more. Every day, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., now through January 2nd. Winter Fair, Hartford's holiday market, is an all-ages market on Pratt and Trumbull Streets, packed full of opportunities to shop small this holiday season, as well as holiday-themed events and activities, running weekends now through December 31st, noon to 8 p.m. The Wadsworth Athenaeum's Festival of Trees and Traditions runs every day now through December 12th. All items featured are for sale, and profits help fund the museum's special exhibitions, education programs, and operating expenses. Tickets are $5 for members and Hartford residents, and more information can be found on the museum's website. And finally, Holiday Light Fantasia has returned to Goodwin Park. This two-mile show transforms the park into a drive-through wonderland of holiday spirit with a beautiful collection of over one million lights. It runs every Thursday through Sunday, 5 to 10 p.m., now through January 2nd. Admission is $16 per car in advance, $20 at the door, and all profits benefit the Channel 3 Kids Camp. Until next time, I'm D-Rock. This is Cam. And you've been listening to The, the Heartbeat. Heartbeat.